Welcome back to The Bunt, the number one podcast in the world, and we're brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding, Vans. You smart. You very smart. Matter of fact, you a genius. Kicking off 2018 in new colorways this spring, the Vans Ultra Range Pro is one of Vans' most innovative, progression-enabling skate shoe models to date. The versatility of the Ultra Range Pro is unprecedented. It pushes the boundaries of skate progression to provide uncompromising functionality merged effortlessly with classic skate style. I've seen the Ultra Range Pro take a scrub like D. Jones from zero to hero real quick, real fucking quick. I am living proof of the true underdog story from skating curbs out front of my house to being a contender for the 2017 Sodi. The Ultra Range Pro can make your dreams come true. Ultra Kush, Lux Liner, Duracap, you know the Ultra Range Pro has it all. <laughs> Vans, off the wall since 1960, motherfucking six. Drop that bitch. And now, live from Studio E, The Bunt with Safer and Donovan. What's happening, y'all? What the heck is really good? It's week three. We in Studio E, and we spreading positivity and joy to the people. And it's a Vans party in the building this week. Donald, tell them what's popping. We about to turn the 02 to the 03 for the third app. Dan Liu is in the building. Good friend of the show. Excited to finally sit him down inside Studio E. Get your bulletproof vest ready because he hits the rapid fire harder than anyone you've seen before. And then as usual, we slide into the post office, answering all your emails, get a little bit into some fantasy collusion in one email. That set us right off. It hit home for us. And then, of course, it's on to the rundown, baby. NBA, NFL, NHL, Safa's in-depth look on the Olympics. <laughs> this episode's got it all. Yo, don't get the people's hopes up for bullets pink. Yo, there's a couple, I mean, maybe like a paint gun, pellet gun. But uh, yeah, shouts to Dan Lou. Shit really popped off. You know what it is. Hit us on Instagram at the Bun Live. Send your emails to thebunlive at gmail.com. Holler on Facebook at the Bun. And yo, go holler at thebuntlive.com. The people, it's really going down on the website. <laughs> Last week to grab some shiz on the site before we flip up some new clothes. That fucking barn burning gear, y'all ain't ready for. Got We'll have a new interview up there next weekend. You already know what the fuck it is, man. Let's get this show on the road, B. Only one thing left to do: hit the fridge, grab a couple whistles, sit back, and enjoy, my dog. That's right. It's the only. man we got dan lou in the building right now what's going on baby just kicking it man thank you guys for having me dude it's our pleasure so we start every show off the same what's your favorite skateboard moment and your favorite sports moment what okay 
Damn, I don't know. I used to watch the Bulls. I used to watch Michael Jordan play a bunch. Michael Jordan was always exciting to watch. We watched the Utah Jazz and the Bulls. I can't even tell you what year it was, but it was exciting as can be. The finals, that might be up there, you know? I don't. I can't even specify the moment, but just some some Jordan. Man, Jordan <laughs> is the man. Yeah, Jordan rules. We. I, I was just raised on, I always wanted to be a basketball player or some athlete. And then skateboard moment. I had a cool skate moment. I'm sure a lot of people say when they went pro is so sweet, you know, and I had this moment when I went pro, um, I walked in and it was a surprise party and I was so pumped. That's my childhood dream, right? So I cruise in for sure. and I'm going pro for a brand. I can genuinely tell you guys, I only sent my footage to Toy Machine. I wanted to get on Toy Machine so bad when I had footage. So I respect and love all these guys and now I'm going pro, right? So that's this level and it's it's so amazing and I don't realize yet but they're passing me on my boards and I'm in shock and I'm kind of loafing around like dude dream come true and I turn at one point and I look and my mom and dad it still gives me goosebumps my mom and dad were there and it surprised me so much and it was the <laughs> most genuine thing I've ever felt in my life I couldn't believe it because they know you know like they've supported me so oh, much yeah. and they live in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And so I come in and it's like, I'm go- I went pro, how beautiful. But maybe there is a thought in my head like that. I didn't think it yet, but it's like, I wish I could share this with my two biggest fans, hands down, you know. Mm. And sure enough, I turn and my mom's there and it's like, oh my gosh, my dad's there. It's like the biggest heart that I've ever felt in my life. So that's a skate moment that's amazing. for sure, you know. That's a that, It was like double pro, like double pros, yeah. right now, you know. <laughs> so damn cool hell yeah yeah that's one for me for sure so tell us about growing up in albuquerque and your first memories of skateboarding growing up in albuquerque rules man there's so much there's like so much nature city there's opportunities if you want to go to school get a good job you can kind of do a little bit of everything but you can basically live a nature life and a city life all mixed in one and it's gorgeous and I mean, I picked up skating from my older brothers. I would see them and their friends and basically just try and copy them and emulate what was happening. We got our first board from my oldest brother, Chris's friend. He kicked it down to me and Andrew, my younger brother. We shared it and just tried to do anything. There's ditches there. Just kind of roll around, you know, and pretty much just copy my older brothers. Keep cruising. So what was your first big break in skating? My first big break, realistically, was um, getting a a friend and filmer. I think uh, my friend Jonathan Nelson truly helped me so much, even though it's behind the scenes, kind of. But he had a lot of ambition and ideas and goals, and he worked and rode for the shop I rode for. And he helped me put together a ton of stuff. Like, he would work on projects, and that taught me kind of pretty much that... You work on a part, you know, you save everything and then you can put it out. And so that was the behind mm-hmm. the scenes one. And then my first like big break to where I'm at now kind of was um, for the skateboard mag. I put out uh, like three minutes of footage or two minutes of footage and it went to the yeah, their, mag um, minute. Uh-huh. Their mag minute. Yeah, <laughs> that was that's truly the first like the sliding in where people were like noticing my skating, I guess, publicly. On a, on a bigger scale mm-hmm. than New Mexico. That was it, for sure. Skateboard mag. That's dope. Mag minute. Man, can you imagine how many filmers there are out there who just 
are behind the scenes on all these skaters who never get any shine? Dude, there's so many. I, I can't even, you know? And our friend Jonathan, who I mentioned, is super successful. He lives up north now, but he's he doesn't necessarily skate that much anymore or pursue it. But at the time, we discussed coming out to California together, you know? And it's like, he went a different direction, but he's helped me so much. And there's, I mean, for every successful skater, there's probably like mm-hmm. five of those dudes, you know? Absolutely. I, man. I know for me, seeing even on the trips, the filmers work so hard. And it all comes out, and it's and you get the glorification, these glorified moments, you know. But they're the ones capturing it. They're making the magic, the edits, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, shows to shows to <laughs> skate filmers around the world. One Serious, of the most, man. One of the most thankless jobs. Totally. Well, it's not even a job, really. When you're a kid, it's man, like I filmed. Right. Remember, I was the filmer as the kid, and I hated that stuff. <laughs> Some of our friends, as soon as we would get to the spot, they'd be like, you ready to film? I'm like, damn, I can't even get a nose slide going here. <laughs> Dude, most of the skaters or the filmers I film with are so talented at skating, so it's so funny, you know? You're like, you guys can rip this spot too. Let's all rip it. But um, <laughs> shoot, it's it's something I'm really grateful for, honestly. And there's mm-hmm. you work with certain people and you see their creative vision and that's so inspiring. You're like... Mm-hmm. It's amazing, you know, to be in good hands like that. Yeah, they're all so different too, man. Every every filmer has their own style. So true. So fast forward a bit. Your part in Brainwash was a barn burner, to say the least. <laughs> Take us behind the scenes on your ender. Barn what was that session like? Because we saw you fucking die on it, I think, in your mag minute. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. I've just been trying to re-up all my Instagram stuff, and I've been posting some of that. But um, that there's other ones. I went back. Um, That was the first time. I went, and that was with my buddies, my local friends back home. I'm still living in Albuquerque. And then I go another time. Now I'm on Toy Machine Flow, and it's like a good shot at like doing well and maybe going somewhere. And I take Kevin Barnett, Matt B., Johnny Layton, Ben Karpinski, I think, a, f- a few people. And I try it for a few hours, I think, and I get smoked again. Not in that same manner, but I got smoked. And uh, I ended up going back... The one that I landed was the deadline, like the week of the deadline for Brainwash, I believe. Like one of those cool stories, you know? Damn. Damn. And that was on a, a insight trip with Lanny Rhodes, John Dixon, Dane Berman. I think Trevor Colden might have been there. Jamie Thomas sent us all out. It was cool, man. They really had my back. And um, yeah, it was another battle. And it was that was that was kind of a milestone for me, honestly. That was one of those things where I got... I got slammed on it so many times that it was amazing to finally get some, you know? Yeah. It was cool. We la- I landed it. We got in the van, met my mom at Starbucks, said goodbye to her, got coffees, and drove straight back to California. It was pretty insane. Wow. And it was cool. Uh, it was like a... Fourth quarter moment right there, man. For sure, oh, yeah. MJ in you. Some MJ, yeah. <laughs> Buzzer beater, you know? I feel like that's the mental toughness that separates, like, you know, flow guys or normal skaters from... Yeah. big timers like if i died and like the bail in your mag minute was bad and then to go back and die again and then to go back and actually get it that's that's respect right there mm-hmm. thank you dude thanks so much yeah that i don't know that's when you have your dreams you know you're like all right i'm doing it so like today i got worked but i'll feel better in a little while you kind of just skip <laughs> that mentality you know I, I think it's important to just skip out and be like well that was that was today tomorrow's fresh yeah. we'll see what the tide brings in so uh, i'm i'm gracious though i got I, some of it is just getting lucky too no doubt yeah skateboarding definitely a luck factor unless you're a robot like shane o'neill entirely everything i'm a huge fan of shane <laughs> o'neill 
I love it. Me too. Me too. Man, those, so we, his style is unreal, man. Like that, it's so cool to master your talent like that. I think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to watch his video parts and like see what he puts out, but if you see him in real life, like it is insane. Yeah, like it doesn't make any sense, man. Yeah. That's so damn cool. I saw him at a, a Buster Bale. Was like um, the Clipper ledge. Remember, you know, Clipper up in San Fran. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he tried like a couple back tails. Don't quote this, but this is my memory of it. He tries a couple back tails and maybe doesn't land them. And then third try, he big spin back tails it. Like instead, oh. he's just like because wow. his caliber is so beautiful, man. I I got nothing but respect for that. It's like really mm-hmm. insane to see that level of functioning. Yeah. There's only one Shane O'Neill, yo. Yeah. He rules. So you've been lucky enough to be teammates and friends with one of the all-time switch tray gods, Johnny Layton. Has his magic rubbed off on you a little bit? The switch tray magic? Oh, my switch tray magic is at an all-time low. No, no. all-time low. No, I can just wing him. You can do him, though. Yeah, I can wing him. Um, But, you know, Johnny's magic definitely has rubbed off on me. Johnny gave me – talk about huge breaks. Johnny put me in the game, and I'll forever be grateful for that. He – he helped me so much and let me move in. So that's magic right there. But I'll never be able to touch Damn. his switch pop shove, switch tray, big heel. Johnny's the man. Ooh, the best. Time. Yeah. You got a switch pop shove though. But and he's got a switch tray too. Yeah. Me? Yeah, you. M- maybe a, every now and again, but not, no Johnny Lane is ranked pretty high. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get what yeah. You're uh, high caliber. You know, we were just talking... Uh, my brother and 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 Trapasso just went skating, but Trapasso's got one too. You know those guys hold those big uh, time. They just so rad. But yeah, well I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Yeah, I'll I'll take that. I got a little baby switch tray sometime. <laughs> you break it out in the game of skate. <laughs> oh yeah, it's Bobby's world, man. <laughs> I was just living in it. <laughs> uh, hell yeah. Wait, wait, so before we move on, you just mentioned Nick Trapasso. He lives in uh, in your hood or what? Yeah, yeah, he lives down the street. He's got a house in Long Beach, and he's the best. He's the best. Oh, Actually, he's, he? this is first try. I don't know if you guys can see that, but just behind me, this is a first try back 360. Uh, Matt Price framed it for yeah. me, or sent it, sent the print. So he's Sick. one of my all-time favorites. Hands uh, down. Dope. Yeah, he was on Toy Machine. He was still on when you got on, right? Like Brainwash, he, he was... Yeah, we were both totally. in that video. Yeah, yeah. Toy Machine was um, yeah, it was Nick and like guys like Nick, Matt B, and J Lay, Josh Harmony. Those were, those dudes influenced me beyond. You know, like that's why mm-hmm. I wanted to be on Toy Machine. Same, so same sick. respect to all the cast, you know. But those guys specifically, I would watch as a kid and be like, "This is how I want to do it." Kind of, you know. It's like, right? Does he uh? Does he have a part up his sleeve for the people? The people Hell want yeah. some more Nick Trapasso, man. Dude, you got to tell him. Let's tell him right now. But he does for <laughs> sure. Yeah. He sit, he's magical, dude. Talk about magic. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen him skate. It's one of a kind. It doesn't really make sense to those of us who have to try really hard, you know. But he's definitely, <laughs> he's got it up his sleeve for sure. Just needs to release it. I hope so. Him and Antoine Dixon shared part. Yeah, shared, dude. Shared Skater of the Year Award 20. 20- 19 agree <laughs> giving him an extra agree. year yeah <laughs> <Agreed>. be <laughs> that's beautiful yeah i'll tell him too he'll pop back in sometime maybe but we'll tell him sick so coming up skating we all you know get buck because we love it you know you get gnarly and shit because you love it before <laughs> you're sponsored and stuff it's just how it goes but you're a gnarly skater 
and you've been doing it, you know, on a high level for a long time. Uh, at any point, does it ever start to feel like work when you got to jump on a huge rail or down a huge gap and you're maybe not feeling it? Ooh, it's, that's a good question. I think that if you're not in your right mentality, anything can feel out of reach. I wouldn't say it necessarily feels like work because let's be honest, there's real jobs that are pretty intense, you know, and we're not brain surgeons, we're not doctors, we're not doing school teaching. It's like a different level. So it's hard to calibrate it. But sure, sometimes it is what it's testing. Yeah, you got to be I, I personally need to be in my element for th- for it to work out kind of how I want, you know, so there's certain pressures that you feel being a professional athlete. I think they come to the table. Sometimes you're like, ah, I don't necessarily feel like risking it all right now you know so you gotta know you you gotta (laughs) know when they call it too yeah totally you gotta pick Mm -hmm. your battles and that that's part of being professional i think is kind of knowing your body knowing your mindset and sourcing the right times yeah because i mean from from the yeah yeah definitely from the outside looking in it it all seems like fun and games but i mean i we've been around some friends where you know they're freaking out oh yeah it it doesn't necessarily look fun at the time you know when it's your job yeah Yeah. no the perception might look like it's not even work or it's all a good time and a beer and hanging around but it is such hard work it it should be Mm -hmm. that should be noted you know these guys who are doing it and successful people in any realm are working so hard to do it and to maintain it and to get there you know and Mm -hmm. i think that's really important i used to not really understand that concept it was happening it's hard work happening but yeah maintaining and doing so very hard work you know the longevity is hard man yeah it's like watching we watched like your parts today just to like brainstorm and stuff and like you've 50 so many huge rails you know and (laughs) thanks dude it's like to get the get the mental like to do that over and over it's Mm -hmm. like you know when you're a kid it's just like you're not even thinking about it you're just like you're so hyped but then if yeah. you're filming a video part or you need an ad and deadlines are coming, maybe it's like you don't want to go 50 a huge rail Especially that day. Especially that huge 50 because where are you going <laughs> to yeah. take it next, right? Yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah. No, there's different corridors of being a professional where the pressure really sets in, you know, and you feel some idea of like, wow, uh, this is different than I imagined it might be, you know? And the, <laughs> that, that could be one of them. You get a call and it's like, we need something really good within the next week or so. I've been in certain positions where you're like, all right, you know, can can you step up to the plate? <laughs> and hopefully you can. Hopefully it works out. But the idea, I think, is to have a mentality where you have little acorns stashed away, you know, acorns at all times because the winter is going to come. Yeah. And you, have, <laughs> you pull it back out, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, like, that's oh, yeah. Yeah. And these are all just concepts, you know. I, I've done interviews and I, like, talk like this, but these are all concepts I wish I... I, I do like to think I try to follow them, so, but it's hard work, man. It's hard work. Definitely. Dono, I don't know if you've been outside today, but it's 10 degrees, and you know what that means. Spring is in the air. And what better way to celebrate spring than with the official launch of Brixton's Union Collection. Introducing the Brixton Union Collection, a new line of limited edition products designed in collaboration with Brixton Ambassadors Brad Cromer, Christian Maloof, and Dolan Stearns. Brixton's Ambassadors have always been a major source of inspiration for them, and now they're excited to bring their design ideas to life. 
And don't forget, as well as the Union Collection, the Spring Collection is also available. <laughs> you know Dono's out there looking fine in the Bueller button-up. And I'm keeping it sophisticated with the Charter Oxford. Holler at Brixton on their Instagram, at Brixton. And go get yourself some online or at a store near you. All right, so we talked about him a little bit before, but your brother is a goddamn beast on the board, always popping up in your video parts. What's popping with him, man? Does he have a skate career coming up or what? Uh, I don't. Uh, I mean, if he if he seeks something like that, he's in cahoots with all these guys out here. But he he has different dreams. He follows this acting dream that he's working on, and he's had success in that. So he's he's kind of in his own lane, you know. Okay. And, that's never stopped him from ripping, as you. Man. I don't know if you've seen. Like well, he, the guest tricks are always on point. He can do it all. Yeah, the, he rules, man. And I think for, sure. for him, it, like his mentality is so pure because he's not doing it for a living. He's like, yeah, he's doing it at the same level, you know. Which, mm-hmm. if somebody out there wants to send Drew the checks, feel free. <laughs> He'll take the checks. You know, he for deserves sure. them. But yeah, he's got a he's got a positive, pure mind and. Like I said, he has his dreams in action right now, so he's just working on his own lane. It's beautiful. Yeah, kind of what we just talked about with like having to go out and get that big 50-50, whereas he never yeah. has to worry about that, so he can just do what he wants, man. Totally. And it's funny because he doesn't have to worry about it, so it does come to him. Like It's like, does that yeah. make sense? Like His magnet is there. And Pushing himself, yeah, for no one else. We right? philosophize a lot. He's such a cool kid to philosophize with because he's, he's really intelligent and he's, he's going for these ideas, but... He tell, he's told me before, he's like, he sees the whole interaction of the industry and stuff, you know, and he knows. He's like, mm-hmm. that is some serious stuff that a lot of it you don't want to deal with, you know, some, you know, in different yeah. areas. So I respect it a lot because we always get on the sessions and it's like he gets the most clips out of, you know, we go out <laughs> with the death, the death wish dudes we went out with the other day or a bit ago and he backsmiths this huge rail, you know, and I'm kind of sitting there like, I didn't, I didn't get anything. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, and. And more often than not, that's how it goes, you know, and I'm, I'm super mm-hmm. proud of him. He carries himself really correct. It's cool. Wait, are you guys both skate the same stance? No, no. No, so oh, that makes so it can't... a little easier on me, right? Yeah, thank the no, Lord. No, I was going to say, yeah. but that means you can't use his clips in your parts, like, if you're, uh, if you're short a couple clips. Soon, you know, I'll do that regardless. I'll just flip around. <laughs> switch. Photoshop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, switch, exactly. exactly and and he's a he can heel flip so well like he's a heel flip god and i can't mess with heel flips really so i'll just try and throw a few in there you know or something mix it up (laughs) well you got a good switch heel you got a good switch heel so you could use his heel flips as switch heels in your parts thank you dude thank you guys for the such kind words i appreciate that yeah i gotta that's you know what's funny though he said if anyone wants to throw him the check i always ask for boxes Clearly, I got to step my game up and start asking for checks, yo. Yeah, ask for the checks. You know what I'm get saying? You gotta Forget the box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we the, gotta get the, box is, the box is rule, too. Don't rule that out. But, you know, I, <laughs> I, I see what he's doing. I see what he's doing. And I think we're check caliber. I think he's Oh, awesome. yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's big, no, yo. It's all, Don't it's waste all his fun, time, man. It's all fun, you know. No, he has great connects. And everybody's so sweet to him. Like, he just... He talks to all the TMs too, you know, and it rules. It's like mm-hmm. really cool. So that's awesome, man. I'm I'm gonna be looking out for his mag minute. Except yes. I don't think we do those anymore. But I think that's done, isn't it? Right. 
Are they done? Yeah, Is that I don't the barracks know. Barracks now? Yeah, I thought the barracks. <clears throat> yeah, the barracks mag now, huh? Yeah. Um, I feel like too. Yeah, because we were going back to it at the time. Like that was the biggest deal in the world for me, you know. And I, I think for a while that was the sponsor me tape, like of the new. Maybe yeah, maybe you guys feel different, you know. It was like the that was definitely my sponsor me tape, like. Yeah. No. Those those are huge. I used to I used to like fucking check for those all the time. Yeah, remember dude. Evan Smith's one. Like a lot of people came up through that. It's crazy. Right. It's it's good to look back on stuff like that. You know, it's like it's formulated mm-hmm. so much now to where you see you see those every day on Instagram now. You know, but it's like yeah yeah. I remember my friends telling me like you're online, like you're on the internet. Right <laughs> and I was like, I'm on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it was so. I couldn't believe it, you know. And it kept going up, and I was like, yes, dude, how cool. Yeah, you went in in that part, a little back tail on the kink rail, I think. Front Thanks, blunt, dude. Front blunt shove. There was a, that was another friend of mine. So I told you about my one friend, John Nelson. He's filming a video, right, at the same time as my other buddy, Johnny Gomez. So I was filming with mm-hmm. both of them. And then some of it was Toy Machine sponsor me tape because I had just gotten on Flow. So it's all okay. mixed in there, you know. It was, like, all calibrated at the same time. Sick. but just... So it was like right. the stars aligned, you know? That's what's up. Going back real quick to, I did say luck. Like, I don't know if the word luck is correct on a lot of stuff. I don't know how you guys feel about that. But there is like stars aligning and things like that is what I mean by luck, you know? It's like... Good timing for things. Right. Timing. Yeah. Timing for sure. Does that make sense? Definitely. Luck almost sounds just like, oh, it just fell into your lap and nothing falls into your lap. You got to reach no. out and get it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, hard work is definitely right. involved in coming up right. um but you know a little hint of luck sometimes i guess or stars aligning always yeah there's a cooler word for it i just can't think of it you know but it's out there <laughs> blessings yeah so uh skate videos like propeller are a rarity these days what was it like being part of uh, such a big project like that and literally like going around the world dude that ruled that was like <laughs> one of the I, I mean, to be part of something so huge like that, to be included, to be on that cast with, you know, rallies in there, these guys who I'm like, I idolize these guys. Mm-hmm. I still do. Some of them are my good friends now, like uh, Gilbert and Chima. Like, those are guys who I was like, dude, they do it. That's how it's done, you know? So to get on that cast, first of all, was mind-blowing. Second of all, to be able to come through and, like, go on the tours and, and execute and have a part in the video was, like... I couldn't believe it, you know? I still, that'll be like a huge, huge trophy for me for forever, you know? I don't, I don't know that, I don't know that I'll be able to work on a project that big ever again, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's it's a milestone. They're becoming more and more rare, yeah. Right? Yeah, like now it's the quick ones and those are beautiful too, don't get me wrong, but that level of like, we filmed for five or six years and it was like, you keep up keep some stuff under wraps you know and everybody mm-hmm. hears what each other's doing and the stokes the camaraderie man things like that it, it was it was beautiful it's so cool it's like i look back on that with the fondest memories it's so damn cool yeah, and you had a fucking butter part van eaglin like oh yeah everyone Ave. yeah gilbert chima yeah, everyone everyone parts in there man everyone and then to have yeah. that premiere tour around the world what was that like that was unreal, dude. I felt Insane. like, like, just like some knockoff Mick Jagger, dude. They're like flying us around. 
You're like, people are glorifying you, telling you that you're cool. You're, you're proud of your body of work. It's like all coming to fruition, you know? It's like, if you can imagine working on something for five or six years and then seeing it and having people be proud of it and you personally being proud of it, add that mm-hmm. into like a flight every day going around the world i got to go to places i'd never been it's like dude it it doesn't really get much better it's like how do, how can it you know it's, it's a rock it star amazing. lifestyle it seemed like it. i'm i'm unsure because i'm not a rock star but it was one of those <laughs> things where we're on the planes and you know the planes were nice every i'm telling you it was a budget mick jagger moment man i was like <laughs> i couldn't believe it and i loved it it was crazy but i loved it for sure That's so dope man these are all things I can't exactly remember, but it, say it was like 12 flights in 13 days, you know, or some, or like serious ones too, not like um, Phoenix to Las Vegas or whatever, like mm-hmm. Australia to China to, to London to, you'll have to, I would have to look back, but in one after another, you know, and so you count Jesus. it on the flight to, you would sleep on it pretty much, but it's like, did you sleep? Because who knows no, about really. it, you know, yeah, <laughs> it was rad, dude. I'll never forget that. I'm still buzzing off that trip. That's so cool. So moving on to something that may be even less structured or more structured, depending on how you look at it. Uh, yeah. The whole world got to see you on uh, Thrasher, King of the Road. Uh, what oh, was yeah. it like seeing yourself on TV? Was there uh, any regrets? Anything you'd do different? I mean, I don't know if you... Well, King of the Road was going on before TV, you know what I mean? So I mm. look back... Like, I have older editions that are funny, funny. Um, but, dude, you can't really say regrets. No, no regrets. No, like, no. It's And it, it's bizarre to be on television or have somebody in the grocery store who knows nothing about skating say, like, I know, like, that was cool. Yeah. I saw you on TV, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. all those realms are super, super cool. I think it did wonders for, like, um, the non-skater. The, you know, the interest levels are massive. I thought that was so mm-hmm. cool, but... Quite a bizarre trip, right? It's like yeah, it wasn't honest, like the old King like, of the Roads, right? It's uh, right. It was formatted a little different. Yeah, it was, and and you asked if it was not really asked, but maybe mentioned. But was it structured or less structured or more structured? I feel like it was. It's truly a structured situation, but mm-hmm. inside that structure is all the madness, you know. Right. So it's <laughs> like, you know, it's so. Those are fun, dude. Like if. I, my best advice, if, if you ever get a chance, anybody to go on King of the Road, you got to go. Like, it looks yeah. insane, and it is insane, and it's torturous, <laughs> but it's so it's so beautiful at the same time. You got to do it. Like, yeah. you got to, you know? So, I, I loved it. I've, I, I'll have i say, if I ever get invited, I'm going again, you know? I hope to go again. <laughs> was, that, was that your first one? The That was number three. Damn. Yeah, oh, that damn. was number three. But it was the and first then, one with Vice. Yeah, it was the that, first TV That's correct. One. Right. Yeah, that yeah, that was the TV premiere one. So I was really stoked to be a part of that and I feel like they were so sweet to me, man. Like yeah. just so damn sweet. Like I do think they choose characters for you maybe, you oh, know. Oh, for sure. Or, it's TV. They, right? It's like you <laughs> yeah. want to be highlighted in certain realms and you hope you come out unscathed, which yeah. nobody does. You know, it's like my mom is watching, my grandma's watching, my dad and so, like, <laughs> well, you know. But I don't regret what? any of it. You just do it, and it makes you a cool yeah. thing. You know, it's, it's all good. What was the biggest difference between the one on, on TV? Um, shoot, the structure. There was some serious. Well, you know, we had microphones the whole time. That was pretty bizarre. It's yeah. like, 
we're on, we're recording right now, right? So like you you might keep a, a better manner. Or I'm gonna try not to cuss as much or do something, you know. But when you forget you have your microphone on, things are going a little uh, crazy. Right. You're at the end of the day. It's a twelve hour day. You're not the happiest camper in the world, you know. I remember being like, man, this is this is some serious stuff. Like it'd be tough to be. <laughs> Like being a reality star or something, yeah. and they're in your house. You like, are, can, man. You were. That's I can never exactly imagine. what it's like. No, no, definitely not. That goes back to being like on a on a smaller scale. But for that time frame, I think it's a weird feeling. You're like, wow, man, all these cameras are hitting me, <laughs> and and you want to almost be a little more private. You know, like I'm I'm outgoing, but I'm private in certain ways too. And mm-hmm. it's like. They want that juice, like they need the juice, you know. Yeah. So it's like it's kind of hard to it's hard to deal with at times, right? It's like yeah, it must be scary because you don't you have no say in what they put out there, do you? So nerve wracking, no way. You know what I will say is thank you to Burn Dog. Burn Dog's had my back forever, Mike Burnett, and he created King of the Road, which is genius. His whole mm-hmm. concept is genius, but. He's had my back, and I feel like he has all skaters' backs, you know? So right. he goes in, and he was hands-on, and I got to say, it came out. I was really stoked how it came out. Yeah. He's not trying to make anyone look like an idiot. Totally. And and to be honest, if you formulate yourself as an idiot, then he's going to show the footage, because that's <laughs> yeah. how it is, you know? It's yeah. like, he's not going to be able to wipe away, like, everything you said or whatever. <laughs> yeah. so, if you're right? a kook, it's going to come out. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> it's just how it is. It's like, so if you... And you can't... As much as you think, you can't fake any of it, really, in the end, because you're just, like, if you're genuinely living it, then you're in it, and it's mm-hmm. like, dude, these feelings are coming out, you know? You know what's funny? Y- your brother kills it skating, but it's kind of like your world, and then this time you got to go on TV and kind of be totally. in the, not acting, <laughs> but, like, you know, be a TV star for a little bit. It's pretty funny. Totally. You know, he's, like, tomorrow he has an audition for a 7-Up commercial, and it's things like that where I tell him, like, sometimes, like, dude, mate, I want to try some stuff with you, you know? Like, let's... <laughs> and then, oh, actually, this last King of the Road, Burn Dog's like, can you come up? I wasn't even in it. Well, they met up at my parents' house, but they're like, can you come up and announce an award? And I was like, for sure, I would love to be a part of that. I get on stage. I'm only going to be on stage for a minute. I can't remember anything. I can barely <laughs> read. I'm like... <laughs> it's like just all this stuff you know yeah. and i'm thinking like this is gnarly dude like i'm out here preaching all this big stuff like, <laughs> telling my girlfriend does public speaking at her job sometimes i'm like you you got it do all this you know and then the yeah. moment i get one line i'm like uh, uh, uh. Yo, so, trust me yeah i feel it's you. bizarre man yeah we did a live show yeah for this for the podcast with uh elijah burl okay uh like a year ago or something now i yeah, don't know a little but, under yeah yeah that wasn't even like we had to remember lines but like i i was choking up for like the first half hour it was so scary like public Dude, speaking totally. slash acting is so hard man i i agree 100 percent. like even speaking with you guys i'm getting more comfortable now you know and it takes a second to warm up but in those scenarios you're certain you have it down and then it's like nope. no yeah. <laughs> you know I had a couple cheeky things to say, and I was like, oh, I'm going to be so suave. And then I'm like, get me out of here. Like, I got to get out of here, dude. I got to yeah. get out of here. Oh, man. So funny. Just like, drop the line real quick and get out. Totally. Yeah, just basically run off. I remember yeah. before the live show, I must have like rehearsed the opening line I planned for so long. And like 
three days before just saying the same line in my head. I'm like, I'm gonna open it like this, and then it's gonna go smooth as soon as we get up there. That that line's not coming out, man. Dude, <laughs> no, no chance. Way, right? Yeah, <laughs> so you start looking around at people. You're like, nope. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Looking for any like yeah. the phone a friend, you're like, oh my god, dude. <laughs> I don't know how that works. It's just yeah. Some I guess people that's how got it, it man. Yeah. For sure. Some people got it. It's crazy. So you uh on King of the Road, Forrest was your guest, right? Yeah. What yeah, was that Forrest. like, man? We've met him Forrest a couple rules, times. Man. Okay. Yeah, you got yeah. a you got a Forrest story for us? Dude, Forrest, I mean uh he he probably won't care at all, but this was funny on King of the Road, he because they didn't show this, he's he's in like a Superman costume, I think, right? He's all in this huge gap, mm-hmm. I think. And well, first I, I need to go back. He races the toilets, and the toilet breaks. He crashes, and it cuts him bad. Do you guys hip, remember yeah. that at all? His yeah, hip had like a chunk out of it. Huge chunk. So now he's trying to ollie the biggest gap in a Superman costume <laughs> with a huge chunk out of his hip. Probably shouldn't have been doing it, but he's he's raw. Force is too cool. He goes, he tries a few, he keeps sticking them. He's like, man, I'm over it. I'm over this. He comes to the van, and we're kind of discussing it. He pulls off his Superman costume, and Billy will love this. He remembers it for sure. He's standing doing a little, like, afterwards interview, and his boxers, his flies open, and his... <laughs> And it, he's just hanging out. Oh. And they're filming it live, dude. And he's doing like a full recap interview of like his hips all damaged, you know. And poor guy, he had a Superman weird or yeah. Duffman costume or something. But meanwhile, he's just hanging out the whole time. Oh, my God. And, and Billy's like, yo, Forrest, Forrest, you might want to, you might want to. Check your check yourself out or, or whatever Billy would say, you know. And he's like, "Oh man!" It was like one of the only times I've seen Forrest be like actually embarrassed. Like, damn it! It was good. That's hilarious. He, he's too cool, man. I love Forrest. Like, he's such a genuine person that a lo- mm-hmm. you can learn a lot from him. Like, he's cool, man. You know, uh, I I like that type of personality. Yeah, he's cool, and obviously, he's one of the greatest skateboarders in the world. Like. Hands you know, down. To yeah. bring it to skating, like he's so gnarly. That kick yeah. front board he tried it was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. What uh with the uh was he naked? No, no, he he just tries to like oh, I think it's kick front board. Yeah. The like biggest like it's impossible. I swear it was like like a twenty stair kinked rail. No way. I saw it on like I think Dane Berman's Insta. Like Oh, is it pretty recent? No, it was it was a while ago. It just Okay. I it was like an impossible it. thing. I don't know if he was trying it for real or like what yeah. was going through his head, but yeah, he's savage. Yeah, his level, like his caliber of fear is so, like his mm-hmm. fear dial, he has it just dialed <laughs> so far back, you know? He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no fear, like just no reason to even think of repercussions or anything. He just goes. Fear yeah. dial, I like that. Yeah, My fear, fear dial is at the max yeah. these days, man. <laughs> fear dial <laughs> rippling, bro. Nah. Yeah. Nah. bleeping red, I'm yeah. sure you guys can control it. We all have one, and it's like, Different days, different waves, for sure. Yeah, that's true. So who is your Sodi pick for this year? And uh, oh. when can we expect Dan Liu to go after the illustrious award himself? Oh, man. You can expect me. Is it time? It's time. In 3018. <laughs> 3018 is my year. And then um, this year I chose Jamie Foy. Like, I personally, I didn't publicly put it anywhere, but I I thought Jamie Foy should get it. Cause, that was your pick. Mm-hmm, that was my pick. But a close second... Mm, we were all just skate buddies. We talk about it, you know. I thought Louie, mm-hmm. I thought Louie was going to get it. Dude. Because you know? Louie's the man, and he's been the man forever. But um, 
like the level of stuff that Jamie Foy puts out consistently and I've been on a few things with him and seen his abilities it's just unreal you know and I, I heard about the next party he was coming out with and blah 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 Jamie Foy man it was kind of undeniable but Louis was in there as well those were the dudes damn we both had Tiago hands down rules yeah Tiago rules man I wrote him I DM'd him recently just like cause he's so <laughs> sick and it, it how cool that you can get on this thing and just tell people that you wanna like you know yeah, yeah. so yeah, he and shout out to Tiago. I think he wrote me back. It was so cool, man, because he's a superstar. I was like, how mm-hmm. rad, but just one of the best years ever. But not only that, his abilities, like he's always backwards and he he doesn't skate anything that's under like chest high. So it's like, <laughs> you know, yeah. I I, yeah. I admire it so much. He rules. So, yeah, uh, he's like a he's got a cheat code to skating. Man. He really does, dude. I really thought that that Louie had a big shot too, but the problem I think was that he dropped a one six minute part as opposed to dropping like a couple different parts over the years. Yeah, is is that how it works? I don't I I don't, I don't know, know I, man. I'd assume yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um shoot, man, just to I don't even know how the politics of it all go, but the there's definitely a a few ways you can work it you know i think you're right you drop a mm-hmm. little something a little more something not that they're little somethings but yeah. it's like the the constant onslaught does tend to really exactly. take it you know but there's been shock i feel like he had a couple parts though. yeah yeah i think yeah. he did i think he did but there's been shocker he had, years he had too, a crazy you know? part so, in the volcom video right? yeah oh, mm-hmm. as well and then yeah. truly he fills every magazine you know i see louis all the time he, he just yeah mm-hmm. um but any of those three guys, I guess I answered right away with Foy, but those three were like, dude, you know, so damn sweet. Yeah. It's like, but there's always, you know, there's been shocker years, I was saying it. Like, you, there's been years, like, I've been surprised. Maybe you guys too. <laughs> What's your shocker year? Yeah, man? yeah, tell us. What's dude, the one? Who knows, man? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Big shocker years. Oh, yeah. We all have our opinions, though, you know, it's just opinions, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys want you want to get me caught somewhere maybe but who knows <laughs> all these things no it's awesome it's ruling man so your arms in a sling clearly you're injured what's what's up with the injury yeah uh, how's the recovery coming dude recovery is going really good i uh i dislocated my elbow and needed to get a little surgery on it to fix it and so I've been, let's see, I had a surgery a month ago, and I'll be 100% February 28th, right, March 1, right at the end. So it's not the longest situation, you know, but um, I'm in physical therapy right now, and it's going great. Just just trucking right along. It's nice that any silver lining is that it's during winter, things are all right, and it's the mm-hmm. upper half of my body, you know, so... Yeah. I'll be strong again. I, I, got a, I had an amazing doctor, and I'm super thankful for my... He helped me so much, you know, and now physical therapy is the challenge and that's that. I just got to get my range of motion back and then be good to go. There you go. That's oh, what's yeah. up. Yeah. Good to hear. Yeah, I appreciate you asking. Sorry. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I got a robo arm back here, but I took it out. Yeah, I was going to say mm-hmm. on Instagram, you had like yeah. some Terminator shit. I took it off for right oh, now because I'm, I'm constantly at 90 degrees in this right now, you know, until tomorrow mm-hmm. they'll work on moving it more. But I just like take a little break. And right now I'm just in the soft sling because I'm not going to really move too much, you know. 
I was actually trying to sew a shoe right now. It's so funny. It's like, so. <laughs> Looking like Rob Gronkowski out there. Who's that? Excuse me? He's a football player. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? He got hurt? No, he just got like this giant like fucking okay, he's, metal looking thing on his arm too. He's a Patriots so It's dude. not metal, but yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. had a bunch of injuries, so now he has like his arms look even bigger with all the shit he's got on. Really? Yeah. Did what? He yeah. hurt his elbows, or what's he hurting? He's hurt everything. Damn, yeah, yeah. But that's like those his dudes, man. Stuff his forearms. It's bizarre, like seeing um when you watch football, like if you've ever had an injury or something, it's. The level mm-hmm. of risk they're taking is so insane to me, dude, right? It's like dude. with their like ankles and everything. knees and stuff. It's crazy. They dogpile yeah. every other play. It's like, dude, how is your leg not going to be backwards <laughs> on one of these? You know, it's like yeah. pretty insane. It happens like all the time. And for him, he's like such a huge player. That's exactly where they're going. You know, yeah. right to the knees. So true. Yeah, we'll see. They uh, cheated versus the Steelers. That's for sure. But that's all good. No, they didn't. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Steelers fan. Really? A yeah, my dad's fan. from Pittsburgh, but yeah, we all watched them. But that's cool. They paid the refs, so that's nice. They got the cash. Hey, man, <laughs> you know when they do those challenges, when they're like challenging a play, and the ref goes and like looks at, he goes under the hood, and, the, yeah. and they're calling the offices. The, they're really just calling Bill Belichick. They're really just they're looking under the, the. They look under the hood, yeah. and they see the love, the amount of cash that's under there. They're like, <laughs> oh yeah, that wasn't a touchdown. No, that's no, the no. Patriots. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. Uh, no, I'm messing. That was a crazy game, man. Crazy game. <laughs> Talking football with Dan. Yeah, Luke. I, I barely I know it. anything. My dad's a Steelers fan, so I know that. But um, I'm a Cowboys fan. But they, that's you know. Oh, rough uh, year. I'm just born and raised on my grandma, and always raised me up. And I shout yeah. out to my mama, Cowboys. Woo! We need America's that. team. Yeah, yeah. So what's next for Dan Lou? What's next for me? Skate-wise, I have stuff in the works. We got a Vans project coming out, the Chima project, so a bunch of clips in that. Got some magazine stuff dropping. I got a stance sock coming out this summer, which I'm super pumped on. And then lately I've been working on a lot of drawings and graphics and design work for Vans and Toy Machine. And I'm looking forward to getting those out into the world, you know, trying to expand on that level. <laughs> Damn, some good shit to look forward <laughs> That's to. That's what's up, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm super excited. Got a lot of blessings coming my way, so so stoked. Water. Hey, man, we looking forward to that stance sock. You know we, yes. we rock in stance around these parts. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah, for sure. We got to get you guys a box. I, I don't know if oh, you got a box or not. I didn't even have oh, to We ask, need them yo. checks. Remember, we went oh, over yeah, this. Oh, yeah, that's doc. true. Straight to checks. <laughs> Switching up for that 2018, might, man. Yeah, Donald's that asking might be for checks. New us a over box here. box for sure, yeah. man. Yes. Hell yeah. Hey, I'm always happy with a box. <laughs> for Donald's sure, right? greedy, man. Shit. No, me as well. Me as well. That <laughs> rule. Y'all do know what the fuck it is. It's rapid fire with the ghost, cuz. And this week, we brought to you by Welcome Skateboards. Why not try riding something other than a popsicle stick board this year and see where it takes you? Feel me? Welcome's latest collection is available now at shops all over Canada, like EXO in Quebec, Good News in BC, and The Source in Calgary. So head online and grab yourself some Welcome Skateboards, or better yet, Go to the store yourself and pick one of them up. You dig? Yo, Dan Lou, let's get this show on the road, B. Favorite skater? So many, but you guys have got me reminded. Mark Appleyard rules. 
Oh, uh, sick. Fire, you know? Favorite video. Favorite video? <sighs> Goodwill hunting. That's <laughs> <laughs> butter. <laughs> Favorite video part. Favorite video part. Andrew Reynolds, the end. Hell yeah. Legendary. Favorite style. Trapasso. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth. <laughs> Tony Hawk. <laughs> I don't know, man. Tony Hawk rules, uh, dude. <laughs> favorite trick. Is it just called a cab? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just a cab. A cab or a back back three sixty rules, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just spin. A spin's a sweet trick. Yeah, you got you got good three sixties, man. Thanks. Fakey, Nolly, backside, front three. Thank yeah. you, dude. I see you. I, I wish. I gotta. We can we can hone them in for sure. You know. We got it. <laughs> Switch front three. Um, hardest trick for you. Hardest trick. <sighs> heel flip. Varial oh. heel. Uh, hard flip. Weird. Most illegal trick. Dude, there's no illegal tricks, man. Nothing's illegal. But <laughs> no, nothing. That's my answer. There's there's no illegal tricks. I've seen some close to like some misdemeanor tricks that are, yeah. but no felonies. I I don't know any felonies. I've okay, seen a misdemeanor. What's a misdemeanor trick? Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Too nice. Favorite clip you've ever gotten? Uh, one that comes to mind immediately is in propeller. I have a pop shove it through a bar, and nobody mm-hmm. knows, but that took me two days. Like maybe. The most hours and my legs were freeze like my legs were done and I was certain I was never gonna make it but I just tried maybe one more and it worked. Damn. And I have this weird yeah. I have a weird smile but you would you would have to be there to know it you know and it's like one of those things where those are true battles you know. Yeah. Like pop shove through That's the bar dope. for personal. Your brother reasons. got a trick at that spot too, right? Um. No. No. That. That's Trump a different. What? The, that's a different one that's in oh. uh the push part but this one's like in propeller uh-huh. just like uh in australia it was in perth it's like a bump to bar right is it like it's green like a, it's like yeah it's green it's kind of it's yeah, maybe yeah. one of their classic spots out there but yeah yeah like i said it was all personal it was like i truly was given up you know and i was like maybe we're on, yeah. like after two days of trying it you know like that's dope gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed whoa dude gnarliest <laughs> trick we were filming the Vans video and Fanner kickflipped this double set, dude. And it was, it wasn't possible to do. It was beautiful, <laughs> man. What's the one trick that got away? Uh, 540. I just tried to 540 stairs for a really long time. And Damn. like, oh. stuck so many of them. Uh, like fakey. Or cab. Yeah, okay. cab. Yeah. And like got Damn. a baker maker and then went to... I don't know. Sometimes, like, it all slips my memory now a little bit, but it would have been eight eight sessions, eight to ten sessions, eight different stair sets, maybe. Like, they bulldozed Belmont down the street. I went all over, but yeah, 540 some stairs. Got really... Fuck. Just just got away, you know? What's the last new trick you learned? I feel like I'm just learning basic stuff now, but, like, switchback tails on rails and stuff like that, you know? Sick. Probably switchback tails favorite local brand well my parents own a shop called the mechanic incorporated and it's mom and pop auto mechanic and that's my favorite local brand hell yeah favorite local skater my favorite local skater in albuquerque is lane easley 
His mojo is untouchable, man. <laughs> favorite teammate ever. Oh, favorite teammate ever? Dude, I'm surrounded by the coolest people, and I genuinely say that. I'm proud to be around these guys. Like, it's too much, man. We'll take it. Worst company. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are gnarly, man. Um, <laughs> worst company. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, next. <laughs> worst, <laughs> worst trend. Oh, I, I think it's a pretty bad trend to like, it was to like not care. It's cool to not care or whatever, you know, that's pretty, that's not, that's not really legit. It's really cool to care. Yo, that's good. I that's like some, it. that's some real talk right there. Worst style. Oh, skater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. There are, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Last person you want on the sesh? My old high school principal. I don't, I don't <laughs> mess with her at all, dude. <laughs> what was her name? Principal what? I don't even want to say it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> the most positive wow. Nigi no, we've no, had on the show. I mean, You've been is, protecting them old principals. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I don't. She was so whack, dude. Jeez Louise, man. Her name is Miss Coffee. Oh, <laughs> you're done, Miss Coffee. Never making the world was the now. Worst. I never want her on the sesh, ever. <laughs> oh, that's butter. All right, y'all. That's gonna wrap up our interview with Dan Lou, my man. Thank you so much for thank for you making guys it for through the rapid me. fire. Yeah, thank you for having me. Sorry, I wasn't on such rapid fire. I was on a little. <laughs> Keeping it, you Killed know, it, slow fire, but yeah, I appreciate it. This rules, man. <laughs> it's good to meet you, man. Thank you so much. We're sad to see Dan Lou go, but the show must go on. It's time to get into the post office. Brought to you by our good friends over at Time Bomb Trading. And with Dan Lou in the building, it's only right we talk in stance. They just dropped a brand new fire collab with Skin Phillips. Featuring the Hensley sock, the cologne, and a fire three-pack. Y'all know they ain't gonna last too long, so make sure you head down to your local skate shop before it's too late. You've got mail. Alright, first up we got an email from Tim Hogan. Hey guys, I'm Tim from Seattle, and I'm a huge fan of the show. Besides skating and filming, the NBA and NFL are two of my biggest interests. My question is, what five skaters would you draft as a possible basketball lineup? Personally, I'd go with Bebo at point guard, Ishot at the two, TK at the three, Jake Johnson as my power forward, and Donta Hill as the big man. I'm excited to hear what you come up with. Cheers. It's not a bad lineup right there, Tim. You picked yourself what could be a winner. And to be honest, this is one of my favorite questions I think we've ever got, man. This one had us thinking. I, I'm going to start it off. No, you said his team might be the winner. I'm cheating, but it's not cheating because if you can frontside flip and backside flip a five-stair, you count as a skater. So I'm going to go with Dennis Schroeder from the Atlanta Hawks as my point guard. I'm going to go with Davis Torgerson at the two. Ugh. For some reason, I, I feel like he can ball like he, he's wet. At the four, I'm going to take my main man, Donald. Stretch four thing, you know what I'm saying? Hit the occasional three. Occasional. Hustle, get them boards. At the five, I'm going with Robbie Brockle. 
whether he's skilled or not we just need them rebounds outlet you know what i'm saying uh and at the three tough one it's the glue spot man i mean if i can't be my, on my own team i guess i'll go with <laughs> fucking let's go with galia mamalu oh damn me? out of left field i like that nice pick Man, you fucked up, though, because if you're going to steal someone from the NBA who can skate, you should have taken Kyrie, because if Schroeder's counting, then Kyrie's counting, too. Kyrie he's does not 50s. count. He's, he did a kickflip. <laughs> Kyrie counts, man, but I'm going to leave him off my list. I'm going to go all skaters. My point guard's going to be P-Rod, a student of the game, loves basketball, Got he's got the court in his backyard. He knows what he could do. I'm going to put the ghost at the two, you know, yeah. bang down those threes. And get in the lane, create some space for everyone. <laughs> you put Beeble at the point guard. Personally, I'm not sure if I want him as my ball handler. I keep him at the three. He That's can a bang. over right there. Yeah, too much. He thinks he can do too much, I think. <laughs> I'm going to put Johnny Layton, the big man, at the four. Another student of the game. Friend of the show. Shout outs. And then at center, it's got to be Stefan Boca from the drift, man. This kid is an all-around athlete. And... Uh, have them on my team any day. That's real shit, yo. You know I'm winning that that tournament. Kyrie though. counts though, man. If you're counting Schroeder, Kyrie counts. Reggie, man. Kyrie ain't frontside flipping five stairs. He's doing fifties at the barracks. He's at the barracks, man. He's a skater. <laughs> all right, all right. Next up, we got an email from Brian Hurd, the Dirty Mitten. Ayo, bunt. First of all, I gotta say I'm a big fan of the pod. Being from Michigan and being so close to you guys, I was wondering if you've ever been out here to skate. Most people only know about Detroit, but Michigan got some shit, you feel? Any favorite spots in Michigan? And if not, next time, slide through. I got you on the good old session. Keep making it pop, boys. Chima episode was a barn burner. D. Jones, put some respect on the Lions. The Pencil, aka Matt Patricia, putting us back in the playoffs for show. You know for damn sure that that is not the case. Matt Patricia, ain't sad to see you leave, buddy. But anyways, back to the real question. I've never been to Michigan, never been to Detroit, but the ghost has put a hurting on Detroit in the past. You could check his part in the Adrift video. Stuck up kids, plenty of Detroit clips in there. Uh, I got to get down there and check it out myself. Got mad love for uh, for Detroit, for sure. Been there three or four three or four times maybe to skate but uh never really explored anywhere else other than detroit so hey if we roll to michigan you know we hitting you up brian heard the dirty mitten and if you cruise through toronto you know what i'm saying holly in the dm email us whatever we'll return the favor and get them steam whistles popping next up we got an email from jacob chrisman from youngstown let's get to it I have a fascination with skaters that aren't on social media, Vincent Alvarez, Wes Kramer, Jake Johnson, etc. Do you guys happen to find it more appealing or thrilling when you see footage from these guys, knowing they're not putting it out there themselves all the time? It's a good question, man. Uh, it's definitely much nicer to see guys like Wes Kramer and Jake Johnson when their parts come out because you don't get to see much on the everyday unless they're out on like a tour with Quasi or DC or something. So. Maybe it is quite a, a, smart, a smart business move. Yeah, I, I fucks with that too, but I don't think it's the fact that they're not on social media. Those guys are just legends, period. Yeah. Even if they were on social media, you'd still be you know, super hyped to see whatever they're up to. To be honest, I could go without Vincent Alvarez footy at all times, but... <laughs> oh, was, was he on that list? Yeah, it was Vincent Alvarez, Wes Kramer, and Jake Johnson. Oh. It's one of those... 
contest where one thing doesn't fit. Shots fired. I don't know why yo. I'm being so harsh to Vince, man. Yo, Ants, throw a couple of gunshots on this motherfucker. Nah, I just felt like mixing it up. Yo, Vince, I see you, man. Switch blunt clipper oh. back to switch. Yeah. Enough respect, blood. All right, moving on. We got an email from Connor Dodge. Subject, feds didn't want that smoke. I was driving to Colorado listening to the James Hardy episode and got pulled over by the cops. I left my my phone plugged in playing the episode and the cops ended up searching my whole car, including my bags while I stood outside my car, still listening to the episode. (laughs) Holy shit, blood. Just thought it was funny listening to the bunt as this was going down and the cops were unfazed. I also got let off. That's sick. But besides the fact, Seifa, what's up with the ex-chickie? What was the outcome of your date? Was it a bunt? Uh, okay, first of all, that's an amazing story. Uh, shouts to you for, for not getting phased when the cops pulled you over and not turning off the pod. You're, you might be the realest listener in the game. Big time. And uh, as far as uh, the ex-chickie, <laughs> might, might want to refer to her as wifey these days. <laughs> Love is in the air inside Studio E, baby. Yeah, we, we we back, you know what I'm saying? Driving me crazy like like usual. That classic relationship shit, but you know what I'm saying? Can't live with them, can't live without them. You dig what I'm saying? D. Jones knows what I'm talking we about. Dig, we dig. <laughs> Both committed men these days. Shouts out to Connor Dodge for the AOL.com email, man. Probably the only one in the world worse than my uh, <laughs> Yahoo my Yahoo email, dog. Shouts to you, baby. Yeah, you know you're a real fantasy addict when you actually use your Yahoo email, Donald. It's I hate having to like tell people that that's the email, but hey, man, you know it's the real email when that's where all the trades are going through, so that's the one I check most often, so. But yeah, one more shout out to Connor Dodge. That, that's an amazing story. Uh, shouts to you, man. Uh, hit us hit us in the DM. We might have a little something for you. You know what I'm saying? I, I fucks with Connor Dodge. Yeah, a little soft spot for Connor, man. That's, that's a big time story right there. Next up, we got an email from Low. Subject, Jed Anderson. What's up? I know Jed was a guest before, but what has he been up to lately? Skateboarding and snowboarding misses him. That squad massage part is tight. Keep killing the pod. Yo, that's some real shit. Shouts to the squad massage part. That whole video was on one, man. And yo, also shouts to the civic affair part. My man's fucking a beast on the board. But yo, don't worry. He's got a new full part coming soon. A banger. In the blue tile video. Keep your eyes and ears peeled for that one. Uh, we should can't be speak. Out. It should be out early summer, though. Yeah, yeah. That, that whole video is going to be a barn burner, but you know Jed's putting it down. Always. Uh, we can't speak on the snowboarding because... It's snowboard season right now, I've, so you know he's out there getting busy. Yeah. It's coming to an end. Probably back on his board soon, but that guy's always on one board or the other, man. That's some real shit. Uh, next up, we got an email from Evan Kiso, our boy. Oi, Seifa and Dono. Shouts out to Mike Henry for coming in with that footy chat. Uh, came through, but man's team still not hot. <laughs> Pretty sure Mike could guess what team I support. The Reds, who are actually exciting to watch. Damn, I can't wait for Mike Henry's response. Why would I want to support a club that pays close to 500000 for one player's weekly salary as well as a manager who doesn't bring the most out of his squad? I hope that Jose doesn't jerk the bus again on March 10th 
and actually tries to play some proper football. If any of you guys make it to Denver, first round's on me at the Three Lions pub for beers and an English breakfast during a match. Just realize there's no question in there, but we support back and forth with Mike Henry. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Big he, fans. He might come at your ass, Evan. Watch yourself. Yeah, you better be careful because he put... Uh he put Ludovic Lolinga in the graveyard last season, man. He might do the same to you, Evan. You keep coming at him more than one. Mike, man, what you got to say? Yeah, episode four, the response. All right, next up, we got an email from Aaron Christopher. What's good, my Duggies? couple questions for you, babies. What's your guys' opinions on companies like Hypebeast buying part of the barracks? Do you think it's just a matter of time before they ruin the name? And what's a man got to do to get inside the mind of Diego Najara or Jake Johnson? Maybe that Spanish or Crockett connect? That would be legendary. Back what you guys are doing. Much love from Indianapolis. Man, I, to be honest, I, I think we all thought it would be just a matter of time before the barracks ran out of money. That's a big time corporation they're running over there. And that shit don't last forever, baby. So if Hypebeast has to slide in, keep paying them bills, and start cutting the checks. We've seen this before. Usually doesn't work out too well. Damn, yo. Dono's on. Dono ain't holding back That's today, it? yo. Does that usually work out very well? I'm in a positive mood. I'm spreading love and joy these yeah, days. Yeah, on the mic you are. <laughs> yo, behind the scenes, I'm talking hella shit. Just kidding. I'm all about positivity, Dono. So what do you think about Hypebeast buying part of the barracks, man? I didn't know that happened, but to be honest... I don't care at all. Like the barracks is that, already. We did the question isn't. Well, I guess it was. What? Uh, what do we? Think? What's your opinion? Yeah, yeah I, my opinion is the barracks is already the barracks. You know what I mean? Uh, the barracks is the barracks. There we go. I, I don't know how to say it, but like there's like, the like Thrasher is more like the core shit. Yeah. And then the barracks is more for the kids, the masses, for the masses, and it, it already represents that in skateboarding. So hype beast becoming involved like it can't get any more for yeah. the kids and like you're saying it wouldn't have shocked you if they were already a part of it and we didn't even know yeah like if walmart fucking was a part of the barracks it would wouldn't change my opinion on the barracks yeah you know i enjoy the barracks for what it is mm-hmm. i enjoy thrasher for what it is so whatever money's going into skateboarding i could give two shits as long as uh these these companies can keep going, you know? Yeah, it seems like it's just the money anyways. The guys working at the barracks isn't going to change. It's not like management's coming over from Hypebeast to start <laughs> running the barracks, right? Yeah. Same guys just cutting the checks. Barracks doing what they can to stay alive. Hey, power to you, man. Power to power to all y'all niggies out there trying yeah. to make a, a Yankee dollar off coming, the skate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, buddy. That, it ain't easy, man. You want to know how you make $1 million in skating? A smart friend told me this once. You put $2 million in, buddy. <laughs> That's how you do it, baby. Oh, I never heard that one. Really? That's a, who said that? Bobby told me that. Bobby DeKaiser told me that joke one time. Yeah, well, so uh, we're gross. trying to save up $2 million over here. <laughs> and then what's he got to do to get inside the mind of Diego or Jake Johnson? Hey, man, we're going to bang this out one skater at a time. Hopefully we're going to get there. We got connections over at Primitive and at Quasi. So don't be surprised if uh, they slide into Studio E sometime soon. I mean, he already did the work for us. He reminded us. All we got to do is text Spanish or Gilbert. Shouts to Aaron, man. Yeah, we got to get Jake on. Hopefully he comes to Glory Challenge or something because I don't think he's a tech savvy dude. Yeah, you might need him, man. Might need to do that one in person. Yeah. Jafil? Yo, maybe fly him to T-Dot, get a little 
<laughs> live video episode popping. Uh, thanks for the email, bro. Moving on. This one is for our fantasy uh, sports fans out here. We got it. This is going to take a minute, but we got an email from Jefferson Hall. What do y'all fantasy gurus have to say about collusion? Let these fantasy cheaters in my league know, JC. And we hit him back and said, give us some info on the collusion. And then he hit us with that real shit. All right, here's the rundown. The league commissioner not only set the draft order with himself having first pick. Cheating. Wow, that's fucked. But lost Boogie and the Unicorn to season-ending injuries. <laughs> he lost faith and quit. Even though he had the best record heading into the playoffs. Wow, this guy is soft as fuck. Soft, and traded his best players, Harden being one of them, onto another player's team who should not have accepted. Basically giving the other team our money in the pot in order to beat the person with the second best record because he'd rather see the, his other homie win uh, than lose to a girl who balled out with some sleepers. This sounds like the worst commissioner like he can't be in charge man human i've ever heard of inevitably uh ruining the league right before the playoffs called them out on it and they said i gotta make my own moves happen wow so i gave all my best players to the girl with the second <laughs> best record my man yeah so at least it'd be uh, a team steph versus team lebron type thing then he kicked me from the league some bullshit yo this is so next level. Like, I don't even have words for this. Fantasy, especially... If this happened yo, in one of our leagues, yo, there'd be uproar. There, the friendships there would, would be, be ending. We take this shit way too serious. So if people do shit like that in one of our leagues, like, we don't forget. It's a but rat. this is a shout to all fantasy players. The guy who you choose to be commissioner has to be a solid-headed dude, man. You should have known from the jump, if this guy's picking first and he chose the draft order, it's not a league to join, man. You got to hit your friends up at the bunt. We'll find a league for you because this shit just cannot happen. Uh, then homie proceeded to send us a couple screenshots of evidence of the collusion. The fact that you got kicked out of the league for fighting fire with fire. That's the most bitch made commissioner I've ever heard of. I'm the commissioner of our league. We both you know, commissioned. Yeah, Donald was the, the fo our football league commissioner. I'm the basketball. You know, we're competitive as fuck. We take this shit serious. If this happened, yo, I would not pay. I would slap the shit out of someone, and <laughs> and that friendship's over. The worst part is that there's other teams that are going to make the playoffs, and anybody can win in the playoffs. We've seen this before, is that it's usually not the team that dominates the regular season that wins in the playoffs. So the fact that they're going to ruin a whole season just because he lost a couple guys. There's a guy in our basketball team who lost Boogie Cousins, John Wall, and someone else. And he lost Darren Collison for a couple weeks. He didn't stop. He didn't quit. That guy keeps going. Shouts to Ross because it's just never over, man. Yeah. But it just goes to show that the commissioner, whoever's in charge of the league, they got to be level-headed. And you can always solve things with a group chat, man. You put the whole league up against the one guy, and it usually works itself out. Yeah. If you don't have a group chat in your league more sh and, and you have people that don't really pay attention, shit can get swept under the rug. What you want is a group of people equally competitive where no one's going to give up and everyone has pride. You need to put a penalty on last place. And yo, Reggie, fuck that league. 
We might have an opening for you in our basketball league next season. You dig? Shout out to Jefferson. It's the real deal inside this league, too, man. Stay in touch, man. Stay in touch. No fuckery in our league. And fuck your commissioner again. I hope you make them listen to this, you fucking pussy-ass bitch. You're a disgrace <laughs> to commissioners in fantasy sports around the world. Yeah. Real shit. That's going to wrap up the post office. We finished hot. We started hot. <laughs> the whole damn thing was hot. Catch y'all next week. Answer some more emails. Thebuntlive at gmail.com. Let's get a voice note from someone out there. Real shit. And I'm still heated. Fuck that commissioner. <laughs> Give us his name, Jefferson. I want to fucking diss him. To his fuck Vincent Alvarez too, man. Oh, <laughs> I just played it, Oh, peace. <laughs>All right, y'all, let's get it popping. It's time for the rundown, the Skateboard World Source for Sports. Our favorite segment outside of the interview, the intro, and the post office, because you know we love them all. <laughs> first things first, the All-Star game popped off last Sunday. We all know what happened. It was a good game. You usually don't see that in All-Star games. Well, obviously, LeBron came out on top. Yeah, that was bullshit. I ain't got much to say, but no, I'm just kidding. Good game, great game actually in comparison to the last few years. Good to see them play a little bit more D and actually have a tight game down the stretch. It was uh, way more entertaining than the last three or four years. First thought on Kyrie playing with LeBron and Russ playing with KD. Man, those I feel like those uh, those narratives are, are blown out. Like They're just humans. They don't hate each other. Maybe Russ hated KD for real <laughs> for does. a little bit, but I mean, all, all is well. Does. It's all good. They're fucking, they're grown men doing their thing, playing ball. Can't hold those grudges forever. Shouts out to LeBron though for squashing those narratives real quick. Yes, he has, he has a way of shutting down those rumors, man. But as we saw, Jimmy Butler decided to rest through the All-Star game. Some guys like Lou Williams who are on the cusp of maybe becoming an All-Star probably should have been an All-Star. Shouts out to Josh Richardson. Should have been an All-Star over Drogic too. But there's some guys out there that weren't too happy about Butler's decision. What What are your thoughts? I thought that was whack as fuck. If you already don't plan on playing the game, you're already an All-Star. Like, they can't take that away from you. If you're not going to play the damn game, why the fuck would Steph draft you? Yeah. You know, he wasted a draft pick. And Lou Williams is in his 13th season, maybe 13th, 14th. Balling out of control. There's very little chance he's ever going to have another year scoring like 23 a game this late in his career. Like that was his one chance this year to be an all-star. And you, you fucking sat on the bench. That's absolute bullshit. Wasn't down with that at all. No. So Jimmy Butler responded to the tweets said that he would accept a challenge to a one-on-one game from anybody in the league who wants it for 500,000 bucks. Thoughts on that? He eventually went down with a big-time injury later in that game, so we ain't going to see no one-on-ones. That's that's just stupid. Like Kevin Durant... He just knew he fucked up, yeah, so he wanted no, to say something. Yeah, but he copied what Durant did three years ago when Durant had his foot surgery and had only played 20-something games and still was voted an all-star starter, I believe. And then he challenged everyone to a one-on-one, but he played in the game. Yeah. Like, it's different. You didn't play in the game. No one's questioning that you're an all-star. You got the nod, but you didn't play. It's so... Di- like, at least KD, everyone was like, oh, he shouldn't have got it because he didn't play enough games. Yeah. He, but but he Butler got- deserved that shit. Yeah. And yeah. 
KD maybe didn't deserve it because he only played 20 something games, but that wasn't the point. He played in the All Star game. Yeah. He gave the people that the fans that voted him in the show in the game that they wanted Butler. Way whacker situation. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy Butler goes down with injury. I think his first or second game back after the All Star break. Tim Thibodeau, that's his name? Tom. Tom. <laughs> Close. Is was running that man into the ground. So a lot of people maybe saw this coming. But they say he's gonna be back for the playoffs. So Jimmy, you gonna get that rest you deserved, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah. That's kinda that's kinda harsh. Kinda I didn't harsh, mean. yeah. I like that. We we're both fans of Jimmy Butler. I love here. Jimmy Butler. Sad to see that. I think they have enough wins for the Wolves to hold on. And they've got the the great young duo still. Wiggins is probably gonna start putting up 30 a night they got teague in there too Cat, they got taj, taj they'll like, be all right they're good jimmy i hope you get a weekend maybe a week or two before the playoffs start because i want to see the full t wolves attack in the playoffs i fuck with that team they kind of fly under the radar with the rockets okc they're not the flashy at all no they get the job done though so moving on to a game that we kept close eyes on this is one of the three that we put a bet down on Unfortunately, the Warriors came out on top, made me hate KD even more than usual. But man, what's up with Zaza? You think he intentionally fell on Russ, or you think there was a little bit of trip? What What were your thoughts on that play? You know what? I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt last year with Kawhi. But, but when you keep ending up in situations like this, you're going to get labeled a dirty player. Yep. Even people, even NBA players at home watching were, were piping in. Kyrie said... This shit's ridiculous or whatever. The league's got to take a look at it. Russ was fuming after the game. Uh, check out his post-game interview if you haven't seen it on Bleacher's Insta. Uh, snapping as usual. Zaza, you're on the best team in the fucking league. You don't have to be trying to take out star players. You know, he's, he's going after MVP caliber players. Yeah. Like, you're already on the best team. You have a ring. Let's not try and take out Russ, who already got dusted by Patrick Beverly. Mm-hmm. and had to have surgery in another shitty unforced situation so uh, zaza i, no, lo- I role, lost man. some more respect yeah I- be the role player you are get out there play your 12 13 minutes in the first half or whatever the fuck it is you do <laughs> but man everyone saw the clip some new some people on twitter are breaking it down maybe nick young hit his knee maybe his feet got clogged up with rust it doesn't matter you shouldn't be in those situations anyways man just try and try and stay clean dog like you got the worst reputation in the league and it it's just all unnecessary i think that was forced if you really like a little kick or bump in the knee is not enough to take down a seven footer yeah like this man's fighting in the post with beasts you know a little a little fucking light kick yeah, on he's his... going toe-to-toe with steven adams for most of the game and then and he ain't falling little, little nick young on the ground with a little scissor kick to your leg and gonna bring you down man but the action didn't stop there. Mello was mixing it up with a couple different guys. Took one right off the head top from Draymond, which we both agree was more of an accident than anything. Mello's getting a little frustrated. But then he mixes up with KD, and we have varying opinions on this. Safe thought Mello was being a bit extra. I thought KD's doing his tough guy thing again. <laughs> but either way, OKC needs a little bit more out of Mello, man. How's he slowing down so quick? Last year, he was a little bit more of a presence. I know he doesn't get the ball as much. He's the third option, maybe even fourth, with Steven Adams balls out sometimes. Oh, Steven Adams is a better player. Not yeah. not as good offensively, like, obviously, but... Means a little bit more to the team. 
Oh, big time. Like, if Carmelo, I don't know, he probably would never admit it, but he's the fourth best player on that team. He, he probably thinks he's second. <laughs> yeah. He probably thinks she's better than Paul George for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Hey, PG's fucking making a run at Defensive Player of the Year. There hasn't been anyone really doing the damn thing at that level. It's been a minute since a wing player got it, I feel like. Actually, no, Kawhi got it. Yeah. But. It'd be nice to see Paul George get it, man. For he's sure. accepted this new role as the second second option, and uh, he's flourishing. Much better as the second option. Like, yeah, you, we saw what he did in, in Indiana as the first option, a.k.a. Yeah. not much. So it's good to see. But, yeah, that was a sweet win for the Dubs. Close game until about halfway through the third. And then you know what happened. guns started blazing. Yeah. You smell me. Nick Young scored, like, 11 straight. And when the others, as Shaq calls them, the role players, the others, when they're hitting on the Warriors, ain't nothing no team can yeah, do to stop them. Trouble, when Iggy hits the three, it's a wrap. That Iggy's been brick city all season long. So when he starts to feel it, Nick Young's feeling it. Good luck. So let's slide over from the NBA over to the NFL. Couple quick hits here. I'm not quite sure what the Kansas City Chiefs are doing here, Yo. but now they've traded Marcus Peterson or Marcus Peters to the Rams, making an already deadly team even deadlier. The Chiefs, you had their back all year last year. What what was your first thought on the trade? My first thought was, what the fuck are you doing? If you're gonna trade Marcus Peters, at least don't trade him to a team that's already starting to look like one of the juggernauts of the next five to ten years like to say the window is opening for the rams yeah and now it just opened a little wider and they seemingly closed their window a little bit more Mm -hmm. i mean we have no idea what to expect from their from their their next uh quarterback what's his name the young guy patrick mahomes yeah i mean hopefully he's on some carson carson jared goff type shit but you can only hope but man marcus peters i watched maybe you know 15 or 14 of their games you know i I watched almost every game of the chiefs that man was all over the place all season when he gets the ball in his hands too he doesn't when he intercepts he doesn't look to go down oh yeah he He, ain't done he's he ain't ain't intercepting and running out of bounds he ain't intercepting and going down he's going to the house and that type of mentality in a pro football player is special man i forget if it was in in the playoffs or one of the last games of the season he had an interception and the way he was running back was hilarious. With the he, one hand. Yeah, with the one hand. <laughs> oh, he was loose, man. I was cracking up, yeah. but uh, God love for him. Good luck with the Rams. Uh, Casey, I hope you guys, you know, make it happen at the I draft. I hope you got us all fooled, man. Yeah. That's what I'd like to say. I hope there's, a, there's some bigger plan at play here that we're not aware of yet. Yeah. So one more quick hit on the NFL, something we both thought was head-scratching. At the end of the playoffs, the Jacksonville Jaguars stated that they're sticking with Blake Bortles, something we both thought, you might as well just let free agency play out, see, let the draft play out, see what happens. Maybe you can get yourself a better quarterback. But no, they decided they're sticking with the boat, and now they've extended him through 2020, paying him 50-plus million dollars. Well, congratulations, because you just cashed in. Next man up, Nick Foles, baby. Fucking pissed about that. I actually enjoyed watching the Jags uh, when I watched them last year. And, yo, this defense, it's a young, you know, up-and-coming defense that's elite already. And you're going to commit Blake Bortles to the... Like, who knows how long this defense is going to last, right? I mean... We got the next Legion of Boom type shit here, and you want to fucking 
saddle him up with this bum yeah, when so Kirk sad. Cousins is hitting the market. Like not just Kirk Cousins, anyone, man. Draft a quarterback. Like it doesn't make any sense. My first thought is, what are you thinking if you're Miles Jack, Jalen Ramsey, Calais Campbell? You're like, for fuck's sakes, what more can we do than what we did last year, man? You need a play on third down, and clearly in Foxborough, Blake Bortles ain't delivering, but Jacksonville, Doug Marone, Tom Coughlin, they think he got what it takes. So, much like the Kansas City Chiefs, we'll wait and see. Yeah, that was a bummer. Was a bummer. Need a gunslinger on that team, man. Like, yeah. they would be scary Don't if they say had. his name. What, Kirk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If Saban had his choice, Kirk Cousins would play for 32 NFL teams, man. Yo. I'm not no, not just Kirk. I was about to say just if they had a proper threat yeah. at quarterback off an offensive. Because they got a good offensive line too. They don't need someone like they could even if they had a little Peyton uh Eli Manning, just someone with a little bit of uh Mamba mentality. Someone Some who's balls. like yeah, who's willing to go for it on third not down. Not these Alex Smith fucking Blake Bortles pussies. Check down Kathy's man. Fuck. So let's slide over to the NHL real quick. I know I save his it's not his cup of tea, but trade deadline is coming up. Rick Nash just got shipped to the Bruins for Spooner, Bolesky, and a pick. It's a nice pickup. Personally, we over here, we hate the Bruins. Y'all can do whatever you want. I think the Doughboy Rick Nash yeah. from Brampton, Ontario is gassed, but that's just my opinion. The Leafs made a little splash. We got Thomas Pocanix from the Montreal Canadiens. It's going to be a nice fourth line center, win some draws, kill some penalties. It's going to be nice to see him in a navy blue turtleneck as opposed to uh, what he's wearing over there in Montreal. Quick uh, note on the Habs, Shea Weber shut down for the year. Carey Price out again, put a fork in them. They're done. The Habs, one of the worst teams in the NHL and uh, puts a smile on my face. But to finish up the rundown, Saifa, can we get uh, a final thought on the Olympics that just ended? Uh, fuck, wasn't paying attention. I heard we broke our record for gold medals. Uh, shouts to us for that. But I also feel like we didn't win the big shit that we're accustomed to winning. Two failures in hockey. Actually, I'm not going to call a silver medal and a bronze a failure. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it was a weird one. But I guess as a country and all the sports, we got the most medals ever in our history. So that's dope. Finished in fourth place. Not bad. Uh, like you said, the silver for the women's Canadian hockey team, heartbreaking. We should have won that game. couple mental errors, but that's sports. That shit can happen. Anybody can win anytime. Shouts out to the American. That final goal they scored in the shootout was ridiculous. They called that one uh, Matt Bolesky Stone Cold Stunner, and uh, she did it to perfection. The men's tournament was a wash. None of that shit counts. <laughs> Germany won the silver medal. You got to be kidding me. No offense to the Germans out there. Much love to Germany, but... We all know that Canada, we breed them hockey players, man. The Olympics came and gone pretty quick. I think it didn't feel like it had as much attention as it usually does. But I also think that it's just that the Summer Olympics gets way more attention than the winter. So that might have been the feeling. But that's a wrap on that. Let's get into, uh, we don't have a name for this contest yet. Weekly Wax, (laughs) me versus you. Whatever it is, we about to pick our three matchups of the week. O'Donnell's in the lead on the leaderboard, 2-1. The Bruins, they let me down. And fucking Team Steph let me down. But you know my Warriors had to clap OKC in that third matchup of the year. So O'Donnell's up 2-1. Yo, people, hit us at the email. We still need suggestions for what the prize or punishment is for uh, at the end of 12 weeks. Who's in the lead on the leaderboard, you feel me? 
Donald with the early lead, 2-1. Now moving on to next week, we got Leafs and Capitals next Saturday. What do you got, B? This is an outdoor game from Washington, D.C. Not sure if Austin Matthews is going to be back. A little bit of a shoulder injury last week. Hopefully it's nothing too serious. But you all know what it is. It's the Maple Leafs. We the real deal. Frederick Anderson, best goalie in the league. Maybe like top five. But best goalie in the league. Sticking with the Leafs, man. Reggie, I want to pick the Leafs too. But one of the only names I know in hockey is Ovechkin. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm going with the Caps. And I got to make up ground on you. So, next up, Denver taking on the Cavs. Also Saturday night. What are you saying, B? We know how you love LeBron. Usually, I would go with LeBron here. But I'm feeling Denver. I'm feeling the game they play. They got the miniature Splash Brothers. They got Harris and Murray. Jokic balling out of control. Will the Thrill Barton doing his thing. I'm going to say it's Denver this time, man, with the upset. I like that and again I'd like to pick that because I hate LeBron but it's in Cleveland so I'm going with J.R. Smith all the way oh (laughs) J.R. and then last but not least another Saturday night barn burner we got the Oklahoma City Thunder versus the Trailblazers all right we uh I think both of our first thoughts were to go with OKC on this one but we really don't like to be on the same side as one another so I'm going to go with uh, Portland. Dame Dollar doing his thing. Cold-blooded these days. Fresh new hairdo. And I think uh, I think they pull out the victory. Hey, Dame and Westbrook both hit game winners the last two days. I guess when this comes out, it'll have been days. But uh, anyways, I'm going to go with OKC. I know it's in Portland. But Westbrook and them just took a beating. And I think uh, this week coming up, they're going to be on a mission. Redemption. Damn, that makes sense, yo. Too late to switch. <laughs> Kidding. Dame Dalla, CJ, the mama's boys. You know they're going to eat nice at home. Waking up with mama making them three square meals a day. They're going to be ready for OKC. And Melo, he's going to find that Denver form no, back to all-star status. <laughs> There's something wrong with him, bro. He, he forgot. He doesn't know who he is, man. They ain't got no one to guard him. He's going for 30. You heard it here first. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up another episode of The Bunt. Big shouts to all the sponsors, Steam Whistle, Grand Trading, Time Bomb, Brixton, and as always, the number one shoe in skateboarding, Vans, baby. <laughs>